Today's story comes courtesy of r slash pro revenge. My 850 pound revenge on my cheating, thieving ex. When I was at university, I started dating this guy. At first, he was pretty wonderful. Dedicated to his studies, fun to be around, attentive, and always surprising me with things. Working hard at his job. Then, bit by bit, though, things kind of unraveled. He started skipping classes. Then he barely bothered to go at all. Worse still, he never helped around the house. Never washed up, cleaned up, did laundry. Nothing. He was even fired from his job for too many no-shows. Big surprise. All he wanted to do was sit at home and play his Xbox or browse the message boards and forums. This is the days before social media, you know, when dinosaurs roamed the earth. This left me having to pick up extra shifts, sometimes double and even triple shifts, all while going to class and studying. I later learned that this was a pattern for him. He'd be really dedicated to whatever he set his heart on, then get bored and fall back into his old habits. Then he'd find a new passion, basically rinse and repeat. I know, I know, I know what you're thinking. I, sh- I knew I should have ended the relationship uh, much sooner, but I held out, hoped that he would snap out of it, that maybe he was just exam stress getting to him. I desperately wanted things to go back to how they were, but was not meant to be. I caught him cheating and threw him out. I was so stressed with everything that it wasn't until the next day that our joint savings account crossed my mind. There was a little over 5,000 pounds in there and bar a few hundred from him, the rest was money that I had saved. I checked the account and it was all gone. My ex had cleaned out the account and moved into a new flat with his side check. I called the bank. There was nothing they could do. He was authorized on the account. I contacted the police. They told me that there was nothing they could do since it was a joint account, so nothing criminal had happened. They did suggest taking it to civil court, but said I'd probably spend more money than I got back in legal fees, so likely it wasn't worth it. Max had stolen 5,000 pounds and there was nothing I could do about it. Felt like such an idiot. I got even angrier when I saw his posts on various forums boasting about his new game consoles, new games, new TV, mm, gadgets. All bought with my money. I'm not usually a vengeful person. Petty on occasion, sure, but I've never wanted to exact revenge as much as I did right then. And I knew just how to do it. While I was a student, I attempted every summer to help pay for my studies. One such job had been for a debt collection agency. The work was as shitty as you can imagine, but it paid really well, and it was only for a few months. My ex had been dodging debt for many years. He was very proud of that fact. He was also proud of the fact that his debt was close to being statute barred, and he hadn't paid a penny. For those of you that don't know, in the UK, creditors have about six years to collect a debt, and then it becomes statute barred. 
That means the money is still owed, but the creditors have no legal way to enforce payment, such as using bailiffs. My ex was a few months away from reaching statute-barred status. However, what a lot of people don't know is that making a payment on the debt resets the clock. If you pay any amount, then that six years starts from scratch. Previously, I had used my insider knowledge to help him dodge the debt. Now, I would use it to hit him where it hurt. By the end of our relationship, I was handling everything, including his debts. I had the paperwork, so I know who he owed and how much. So, I called his creditors up, I was honest, and said I was a friend calling to make a payment on his behalf. I didn't pretend to be him, because that would be a big legal no-no. They weren't allowed to disclose any details, but they were able to take a payment. I paid the minimum I could on each debt. It was about one pound, but one had a minimum payment of a pound fifty. It was the best eight fifty pounds I ever spent. I also made sure to give his new address and contact details, as well as his parents' address. Having worked in the biz, I knew they wouldn't change the address since I wasn't the account holder, but they would note it. They have various systems where they could search for his name against that address and see if anything came up. If they got a hit, they'd change the address. Trap was set. All I had to do was wait. A few months rolled by. Then it happened. His posts on the forums went from boasting about his new gaming PC to panic about a court date. He called me and begged for advice. I told him to F off. Seeing I wouldn't help, he asked for advice in the forums. One of his online friends told him not to turn up in court. That way they wouldn't be able to prosecute without him there. It was terrible advice. That was 100% untrue. In fact, not showing up is one of the worst things you can do, especially in civil court. This is getting better and better. The court date came and went. My ex, naturally, didn't go. A few weeks later, Max posted photos of his empty flat. Bailiffs had cleaned him out and taken every last one of his shiny new gadgets and toys. On top of that, he ended up with several CCJs, which for those in the UK that don't know, that's county court judgments. These are a big deal and can seriously damage your credit history, making it hard to get bank accounts outside of basic ones, near impossible to get credit, including getting a mortgage. It can also make it hard to rent a place since many landlords don't like renting to people with CCJs as they're considered high risk. He also won't be able to find jobs in the financial sector. Now that he's broken, didn't have any nice things, his side check dumped him like a hot potato. I never got my 5,000 pounds back, but it felt good to see everything he bought with his ill-gotten gains taken away. Hope that 5,000 pounds was worth it. For anyone wondering how his student accrued six years of debt, he started at the university I attended when he was 25. 
He had initially gone to a different university at 18, but dropped out at 19 and went into the world of work. He then convinced his parents to fund a business degree. He wanted to become an entrepreneur. And for anyone wondering about the age gap, I deferred my university start date by a few years so I could travel. I was 22 when we started dating. He was 26.